Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Zolnicki and Lakowski, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle. This episode is brought to you by Our Visual Brain. Our Visual Brain is a perceptual and academic skill building platform doctors and patients use together. We have been utilizing this web-based platform during both our in-office and teletherapy sessions and have seen great engagement and progress in our patients from their activities. The website is comprised of 50 plus game series with well over 200 activities that are made with direct input from both vision therapists and doctors. They cover basic to advanced skill levels and have innovative anti-suppression and MFBF activities. Their ability to support diverse learning styles for all ages makes working on perceptual and academic skills fun and engaging for patients. OVB packs a ton of value into their packages because they want you to help as many patients as you can. Sign up for the most popular option, the Clinic Plus account, which provides unlimited use of their entire library, and they will throw in 25 free annual home programs. Visit their website at www.rvisualbrain.com to learn more. Hi, listeners. Welcome to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020. And today's episode is going to be a Dr. Z and Dr. L episode. And we are about midway through our sports series. So we're going to do a little check-in, just review what we've learned so far and do a little teaser of what's ahead to come. And for our weekly insight this week, we're going to talk a little bit about early motor skills, because that's really when a lot of these motor skills that then tie into sports really start to develop. And so we have our two little boys that we talk about on the podcast, and they've been walking for a little bit. And I was procrastinating on getting Teddy's shoes. I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be sending him to daycare in shoes, but they let it slide. But I finally buckled down this weekend and we took him to go get fit at a store. And it was the cutest experience ever. And I was unsure how it was going to go because he's so solid now walking um, on the floor, you know, in his grippy socks or his bare feet. But shoes is really a whole different experience because they really can't feel the ground the same. And when we're in the store, the, the woman helping us wanted to see him take a couple steps to make sure the fit was appropriate. And of course, Teddy just stood there. Lock-legged frozen. and frozen. <laughs> Wouldn't take a step. So I was like, oh boy, okay, we'll practice inside a little bit every day and he'll get the hang of it. And um, when we got home, we put him on the floor and he just took off walking all over the house, almost running. Um, and it just is such a cute thing to see and experience him walking in a different way and one of my favorite things we've been doing now is doing walks outside, but instead of the stroller, now Teddy gets to walk next to me, and I just came in from a walk with him about 20 minutes ago, and just to see his little face and the new viewpoint he has exploring the outside world and how excited he gets to take everything in is just precious and priceless. Yeah, it really is such a wonderful experience as a mom uh, to really see that. And even the second time around with John, it's just as exciting as it was with Daisy. It doesn't really lose its luster. And I just want to point out that shoes are so important to keep our little one's feet safe. Uh, but it is also really important to make sure that your child gets a lot of barefoot interaction with different terrains, such as, you know, your house at home, you know, your floor, but also you want to get them on the grass and you want to get them on sand and all uneven type of ground so that they can learn and develop really great balance and that proprioceptive feedback that, that, touch sensation on the bottom of the foot, because that really helps to make sure that they have good coordination. Uh, It really does 
feedback, what they're feeling on their feet gives their overall system a sense of where they are and how to keep things balanced. So it's really great for them to learn uh, very early on all different terrains. And I, I always say this about my my sister's daughter, Summer, she loved shoes. So she was always, always in shoes because she would always go reach for them and wanted them. And we always joke that she's a little bit not so coordinated. Uh, and I, I always say to Chris, I said, I think it was because she didn't have that experience of having her feet out and on grass and sand and all those different things. And I will say a note on that Daisy hated sand for like the first year of her life when she started walking, because it just felt really odd on her toes. And it took a lot of exposure to get her used to walking on that environment. So if your child does not like uh, the different textures and the sensations, totally normal, but just keep trying and getting them used to that. So now let's do our little mid sports series recap. So what have we learned so far? So far, we've talked about the sports of basketball, football, and baseball. And in all of our conversations with our guests that we've had on to discuss those specific sports, we've really seen that there are a lot of overlapping skills within each sports set, right? A big one that we've talked about is dynamic visual acuity. So when you're playing sports, everything is in motion while you're playing, no matter what the sport is. So having that steady vision while things are in motion is extremely, extremely important. Another really important visual skill that we have been discussing a lot is depth perception, uh, which is very crucial as players are coming towards you, as targets and balls are coming towards you, you have to really be able to assess where all of that is in space appropriately so that you can then react appropriately. Right. And another one is that central peripheral awareness, being able to pay attention to what's in front of you, but also be aware of what's going on around you. That one is incredibly important for all of the different sports that we've been talking about. And then the last two that we want to touch on that we've been really talking about is the perceptual side of sports, which is your visual concentration, your speed and span of recognition, being able to quickly pick things up and utilize that information and then make a decision based on that. So the perceptual skills of sports sometimes get missed if you're just going to a regular eye exam without a doctor that understands what sports vision is, but it is a really critical piece to be a really great athlete. And as we've been going through this, every sport and every position within a sport has varying degrees of all of these things. So you might need for one position, really great dynamic visual acuity, but not a lot of speed or span of recognition, right? Or the opposite, you might need a a quick ability to see something and make a quick decision, but your dynamic visual acuity isn't as important. So I always say that you have to work on all of these things so that no matter what position or what game you're playing, you are able to perform at. So now we just want to go over some of our tips from our standpoint for parents listening or for athletes entering into their careers or professions of just some really great ways to make sure you have that proper visual foundation to go into playing your sport. So our number one thing that we recommend really with everything is to get an eye exam. Um, a lot of athletes, if they have had, you know, quote unquote, normal vision their whole life, this is sometimes something that isn't thought of, um, but a lot can be discovered on an eye exam. Um, it's very possible that one eye may not see as well as the other eye, which you don't always notice with both eyes open, um, or there may be a really mild prescription that's there and correcting for those little small differences in visual acuity or small prescriptions that are there can make a world of difference out on the fields. And you know it's important to have 
the whole visual system assessed also to make sure your eyes are teaming together properly, they're focusing and tracking properly, and to make sure that those visual perceptual skills that Dr. Z just talked about are also nice and intact. Yeah, and our second tip is to get outside and play. Get the body moving, the eye movement moving, everything is coordinated. You know, unfortunately, kids today just aren't getting outside as much as they should because we have all of these devices that are so flashy and so engaging. So I was watching Frozen 2 the other day with my daughter, and Olaf says the best quote about all of this technology. It's that advancing technology is both our savior and our doom. And that is so true on so many levels because it is such a beautiful thing and has so many benefits, but it also can have so many detrimental effects if it's not used in moderation. So really try to encourage your kids to have that balance and to get outside and get playing and to not play what they can do on a device uh, or what they can do outside on a device. You know, get outside and and play ball, play pick up sticks, play jacks, and not just with their finger, because that really sets the stage for really great motor development. And that's what you need to be a good athlete. And then our third tip is to really just watch your kids and how they interact with their environment in school. There is a lot of overlap between the visual skills needed to be successful in a classroom setting. And also while you're playing sports, you know, it might seem like there would be two very different sets of visual skills, but there's a lot of overlap. So your kids that are struggling with reading where they're losing their place, rereading, not paying attention well in school, having difficulty concentrating, you know, decreased grades. That's a big tip off to have your kids go in and get that baseline eye exam to tease out if there's any underlying visual diagnosis that's affecting their academic performance. And then to keep that in mind that, you know, how they perform in the classroom often translates to how they perform during sports activities as well. Yeah. And we have, with all of that said, we have a lot of exciting guests coming on that I know I'm interested to see how our conversations go with these guests because they're all over the place. We have an optometrist named Dr. Andrich. He is like the sports vision guru. So he has been at this for a really long time and we're going to be talking hockey with him. We're going to have Dr. LaPlaca back on and we're actually going to be having conversation with him and a race car driver that he's trained about his experience with vision and vision enhancement and how that's changed how he is driving. We also are going to be having on a Green Bay Packers scout. He is a really good friend from high school uh, and he's going to go over what he looks for in potential players, which is really exciting. Additionally, my husband has a really great friend from college who is actually the Bengals QB coach. So the quarterback coach. Uh, So we're going to get him on the podcast as well, talking about how he trains his quarterbacks and how our two things are going to overlap. So I think that's going to be a really uh, exciting episode as well. And towards the end of our sports series, we are going to have a concussion specialist on so we can really discuss concussions, injuries on the field, and prevention, because that is so, so important. And if there is anything else that you would like us to talk about in sports vision, just comment on our social media. We would love to hear if there's anything that we're leaving out, anything else that you would like to gain more knowledge on. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, through our office, Twin Forks Optometry, or through the podcast page, Vision is More Than 2020. All right, guys, I hope that you are enjoying the Sports Vision series and all that to come. We'll see you next week.
Thanks for listening. Join our private Facebook group, Vision is More Than 2020, and follow us on Instagram. For additional content, check out our practice, Twin Forks Optometry, on both Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe, download, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Tune in next week to learn more about your vision.